0: So, I guarantee you the way this is going to go is I'm going to say, I'm sorry about this. And you're going to be like, I didn't think about that again. You're a fucking idiot, Russ. Shut up.
1: I mean, that's how most things go, right? Yes.
0: So, I guarantee you, or I I don't know. So, this is a question. I don't know if you noticed last week, and it's bothered me. It's not like I've been dwelling on it. Like, I don't have notebooks filled with this. I don't have whiteboards that I'm writing. Like, this is my motivation in life. Okay. But last week- uh, I was talking about uh, like changing the sheets on your bed as you went from being into Silverhawks to whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the word was coming out of my mouth, and I realized I was saying, When you changed your things, did your parents, right? And I was saying, Your parents, and I was coming out, and I was like, Absentee Father, right? <laughs> as sure. I'm saying it, right? And I was like, I'm not going to, I think. At that point, it was like, ah, I just made a slightful paw. It's going to be worse if I make a big deal of it. So instead, I'll just give it its own segment now. Called uh, Absentee S- Father Yes, so, so I'm sorry if that was <laughs> upsetting.
1: A, I only listen to about half the things you say, okay. as demonstrated upstairs right before this podcast.
0: <laughs> B... It's what people say so that was gonna be my parents thing. yes exactly like, yeah. no, that's gonna that was gonna be my thing is like i feel like i try i i'm making a conscious effort with things like you're
1: trying to live your life
0: intentionally to say to say things like uh, like there's still defaults right yeah. there's still defaults and the default is man woman parent right married
1: Okay, I thought you said man, woman, parent, like those are three
0: different things. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. Those, that parents, was a weird thing to par- say. Parents is married, opposite sex couple, right? Yes. Uh, doctor is still just, it, it, it's it's not, but still you see, you somebody says, saw the doctor, and people say, what did he say, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's still these gender-isms that we've created for them, right? Sure. Uh and like I'm trying to consciously break those, so I apologize that I said that.
1: <laughs> okay, to you. Thank
0: you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know. I get it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I yeah. definitely make it a point anymore. Like, at what point is it too much? Like, I think it's good to be point? aware. Yeah. No, no. No. I'm know that if <laughs> if it was if it wasn't on this, I wouldn't bring it up. But it was yeah, more like it's a topic. So. Like, people go the exact opposite way, where they use every female pronoun yeah, to, to uh, get rid of the misogyny within the culture, right. right?
1: I don't understand... Yeah, that's one of the things I don't understand. Like, ah, okay. I think that if we are having a conversation, and I am referring to you, like, you choose your pronoun... I'm okay with that. If you want to be he, she, or they, like, that's fine. I will use that. But I find it weird and disingenuous when guys use default female pronouns for an unknown person.
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, And it's a little off-putting.
1: And I find, like, uh, I don't know, I find a lot of authors do it i don't know i follow authors on twitter like john Scalzi and neil gaiman and like they'll both refer to an imaginary person and use female characters or pronouns excuse me and i just i find that weird like if a woman does it that's how it should be like if a man does it i find it weird like it's a not that it's bad, but I don't know. It's like a little white nighty. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I get the white knight thing. I don't know about individual tweets or whatever because in that universe it could be a woman.
1: Well, I'm talking like they're just they're just making a tweet, right? And they're talking about, uh, I don't know. I can't think of an example off the top of my head. But just using female pronouns when it's a completely unknown person. It's not a character or anything. Sure. Just a completely unknown person, or a hypothetical person, like yeah.
0: The uh, so not that long ago, I read a short story uh, by an awesome author named Mark Allen Gunnels, and All right. uh, it's a mouthful. Uh, and he he sent it to me. I read it. Uh, it was a short story, and he just wanted feedback. So I read it, and the the concept was is a, a spouse. Uh, passes away, and then there's a slight haunting or recurrence or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I read it. It was awesome. And I was like, all right, what's what's the question you got for me? Because that way he just wanted one question is all he wanted to ask. And he was like, what were the sexes of the people involved? And I read it because my default as a heterosexual married male Mm -hmm. is man-woman. Yeah. And I read it as me being as the the protagonist, yeah. being the man, the dead spouse being, and A then female. I step yeah. back and, and I'm being female, and I step back and realize like there were zero sex pronouns mm-hmm. ascribed to any of these characters, right? That's and really cool. uh, and I was like. My mind was blown a little bit and uh, I was I sent him back and I was like uh, I was reading it as a straight male and he's a gay guy Mm -hmm. and I and I was like does that make me a red hat or something like that I said and he said no there's no wrong answers but I was just like kind of had a little existential crisis where it's like narcissism you can't get away from it right like you always are viewing it through your eyes
1: right so I feel like that's why I find it disingenuous
0: yeah that's what I'm saying like i like I was joking like I yeah. know that he he wouldn't feel negative about that, but I think it was more like he's trying to see if his exercise worked, you know because uh-huh. I imagine when he talks to his gay friends, they're probably reading it from their perspective, mm-hmm. and they're reading it as a male male right. uh which is exactly the point of the exercise I think he was trying to do mm-hmm. and it was cool
1: that's that's uh, that would be really interesting to read.
0: That's. I think I just spoiled it for you, though. <laughs> well, no, but it's
1: like, yeah, that's... It's like, that is such a cool thing. Like, the guy who wrote the novel that never contains the letter E, right? It's like, he put a constraint and did a thing. And, you know, got it across. Like, did it. Like, this sounds like this guy accomplished his goal.
0: Oh, he totally did, yeah. So,
1: that's cool. Yeah. I would wonder... Uh, a gay man who doesn't know that it's written by a gay author, how he would, if he would assume male-male or male-female or maybe female-male.
0: Uh, I mean, when I was reading it, the fact that it was a gay author had a zero impact on it.
1: Right. But if they know it's a gay author, it may skew. I'm just trying to double-blind oh, it. I, I get what you're that saying. That may skew yeah. their, their thinking. Sure. You know, you know their friends reading... His piece, knowing it's his piece, might assume just based on the fact that it's his piece and not their own thoughts.
0: See, that might be true, but I would have had that same bias because I've read a lot of his work and a lot of it. The reason I like his work so much is because it is uh, from a gay standpoint. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's gay horror, for lack of a better word, uh, just because it, it, it takes it's that vantage point. You know, he's looking at it through that lens the same way as you look at it through any anybody's eyes yeah that's the baseline for what he has um and knowing that a lot of his work has those elements i didn't even read it like that Mm -hmm. so i think he nailed his his little thesis
1: yeah but you know society so much has you know like you said male female opposite sex couples yes and so being a man would they put themselves in the protagonist role being a gay man, would they put another man in the other role? Um, I think those are interesting questions. Yeah.
0: I should ask him, like, what the overall, like, what he found. Like, yeah. if that was what, true. What's his data set look like? Yeah, exactly. It's. Was really, yeah. I'm like more interested to see the back end of it now. Like mm-hmm. now that I was the guinea pig, yeah. I want to see what the, the scientists in the lab code ended up coming up with.
1: Yeah, you want to see the gay man's back end. I get it. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how was your week? Good. Uh, we are preparing for Marianne's mother coming into town. So we're doing the, okay, how can we make the house look nicer uh, without spending a bunch of money, you know, I was like, say, with... we're not we're not gonna go out and paint rooms, we're not gonna buy new furniture. Um, but how can we make our crappy furniture look less crappy yeah, I was gonna say, by put, arranging it differently? Put the blanket
0: on, over that stain so it looks like a duvet co- <laughs> so it looks like it's covering the back, but it's right. really where the cat scratched the <laughs> the back of the couch.
1: Yeah, so she basically spent like two days like in room designing software, designing the best layout for our living room. And then we had to do that.
0: <laughs> like my mother is coming. I need to trick her into thinking <laughs> things yeah, are different and then than like, they are.
1: But then it's like uh we we looked up um like free art. Like she has a nice printer that prints fairly large things, so we're like, We don't have a lot of art on the walls. What can we find? Or you know, she is a graphic artist, um and a photographer, so what could she whip up fairly quickly if need be um and we found a lot of great free resources we kind of came up with a theme like it's been fun it's like a lot of fucking work more so for her because i've only been coming in (laughs) like in the evenings you know yeah uh but yeah it's been fun
0: the uh this was for a few years there was this thing that toured called the starving artist art sale And it was awesome. My wife and I went to two or three of them. Mm -hmm. And what it was, it was just thousands of pieces of art and everything was brought there by a dealer or whatever. And it was all the price was based on the size of the art, which I thought was awesome because that's 100 percent like putting all the artists on the same playing field, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we would go and spend a few hundred dollars each year and really enjoyed it. And it wasn't until I was like, hey, well, that hasn't been here for a couple of years. What's going on? And I started Googling it. And apparently, like, that and a bunch of things like that got a whole bunch of flack. And I don't know if they got shut down or just kind of browbeaten into submission. Because they would, like, basically, it was, like, Chinese art sweatshops, basically.
1: Jesus Christ. Uh
0: Like, I don't know, for lack of a better word or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was just... Just art mills. Yeah. And... uh Like I still, we still have it hanging in our house, and I still really like them, but it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Years ago, my wife bought uh, shoes off of eBay, and she was thrilled because she got them for like ninety cents (laughs) with free shipping. Mm -hmm. She's like, "I won these shoes, ninety cents with free shipping." It's like, yeah, it says it's gonna be here in three months because it's coming from China. A little kid made those shoes. And of course, three months, four months later, they show up and they're just wrapped in the shittiest brown paper ever. Mm-hmm. And like, absolutely. That was a slave made that. So she was so upset for like the longest time. She's like, I just want to throw them away. And I'm like, I, they've already got their money. Yeah. What is the point of that? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: to go back to the art thing. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> why apologize
0: uh because it's what i do oh okay
1: uh so a couple years ago we uh spent about a month in california um that's when i got to meet a lot of her family and everything and we went to this small little town and they had like a local art gallery um where uh, i don't know art art place where you buy art but like from local artists I don't know if that's a gallery. I think I think a gallery implies some sort of museum, but I'm not sure. I don't know the
0: terminology here. Art place. No, I think no cuz you have galleries that open for like a weekend. Right. So I think if you just show and sell all of your shit, it's a gallery. And I think you and I could have a gallery. I think sure. the community could have a gallery. So I think you're
1: This was a place that sold art from local people like all the time.
0: Sure. That was what they did. It was a local art gallery.
1: Sure. Okay. So we go in there and we're looking around and there's this piece, it's like huge and it's just a picture, or it's a painting of a barn and I don't know why, like I'm, I, I don't really like red and it was predominantly red and I mean it's a barn, like who cares, but there was something like profound about this that my brain was like, this is one of the best things you've ever seen. And it was like five thousand dollars, so I like I couldn't. Like, if I could have bought that, I totally would have, and it would be hanging in my home right now. Uh, And I I I couldn't. And just like the other day when we were talking about um, doing all the art that we were looking for, like I thought about that picture, and like I started, I like teared up a little bit, and like Marianne was like, "Well, that's that's the kind of art you want to put in your home, the one that makes you feel like that." I don't know, like I've seen like uh, we went to an art gallery and saw Monet's Water Lilies and that had like that kind of effect on me. But I've never had like here's something you can buy for a somewhat reasonable price like have that effect on me and that's... That's why I was so stoked that I got
0: my Barker piece for only a a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Uh, Years ago, my wife and I went on a cruise and there was an art sale there, so we or an art auction on the cruise. So we went. Never been to an art auction, mm-hmm. and like you were able to look at stuff, and and it was ranging from twelve hundred dollars to th- six figures, right? Sure. And uh, so, like, what you did is you could go through and you just put like a little post it note if you wanted. So they had. 300 pieces available to auction, mm-hmm. but only if people said they might be interested, were they going to bother putting them up for auction? Cause there's only 15, 20 people there. Sure. Uh, and there was one that we really liked. I really liked, and it was like $1,200 or whatever. We're on a crew. We don't have the money to spend. I mean, we had it, but it would be like if the car breaks down, not yeah. like I like this very small painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not have even been a painting. I think it might've been like a pen drawing, but, uh, so, like on a thing, on a just a, a whim, I put the Post-it note on it, but then it came up for auction and nobody bid <laughs> because I was the one that prompted the <laughs> the thing, uh, which didn't happen very much because most people that were there it was only like two or three people buying stuff and they each probably spent a half a million dollars, yeah. on art on the cruise. Like that's when you have too much money is like when you go on a cruise and buy a shitload of art. It's not like you get. It's not like your barn. That it just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, I have to fucking have this. Yeah. This is a little rumple Rumpelstiltskin football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enamored with this. It's like you go in, not knowing what you're going to buy, but planning on spending a shitload of money.
1: I want to know how you wound up on a cruise with people who are spending half a million dollars on art. <laughs> I don't
0: know what to tell you, bro.
1: <laughs> Was it one of those crews that has like a Johnny Rockets on it?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what, what it was. What the fuck are
1: they doing on one of those cruises? I don't know, dude. I might you be off think on there, my... you think there would be like better cruises for them.
0: Yeah. I might be off on my half a million dollars. I will say a shitload of money. Like, they had to have bought five to ten pieces. Yeah. like, And it was 100%. Like, you could see after the second or third one the people that were working there like oh this is these are the two these are the two people that we need to watch Mm -hmm. like they were going and grabbing other things out of the back and bringing it to them like what do you think about this one do you like this one like maybe like when you're buying pieces of art like that on a whim like like i would buy a dvd in the (laughs) store you know yeah yeah money makes everything better yes it does yeah it does um, anything else from this week other than getting your house ready
1: not really no. how about you mm.
0: no no just feeling bad about saying parents to you <laughs>
1: that's 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 been the bulk of your week that's been really just where all my attention that. yeah it's where yeah.
0: my attention's been i didn't even watch these movies because i've been <laughs> uh let's dive in you want to sure all right what do we got we got train to busan
1: uh Train to Busan is a Korean zombie movie uh about a father and a daughter who take a titular train trip train trip to Busan and uh the zombies happen Overall thoughts Uh this is really fucking good movie
0: It's a really great great movie, right? Yeah It's
1: like, I don't think I've ever, again, we'll mention over and over again. I mean, the whole premise of this podcast is I'm a giant pussy. I don't think I've ever cried to a, a zombie movie before. Like, this one, it's like fucking punches you in the gut.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, and having genuinely scary moments, mm-hmm. uh, some f- amazing action sequences, Yeah. some incredible ideas for how to deal with zombies. Um, like, zombies have been done so much, mm-hmm. right? Like... What other positions can you put yourself in, trying to get by them and things like that? And this movie does all of those things okay. incredibly well.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have yeah. It's one of those movie. movies where I don't have that many notes because okay. it was I was just watching the goddamn movie. All
0: right, girl with all the gifts. What are you? <laughs> uh, so we open with a, a, a deer getting hit by a car and then kind of coming back to life. Yeah. Uh, and I even just as an intro, that's just telling you you're watching a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think otherwise. Yeah. This is gonna be. This is gonna get you in the feels. Yeah. This is gonna be some awesome action. But ultimately, this is a zombie movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the open like the very opening titles are just like names, and there were no subtitles except like for the producers. The producers yeah. got the <laughs> got the subtitles. Here's the English, and here's their name, like director, or writer, or whoever nope. the fuck actors, whoever
0: was don't up care. there. They don't give a shit. They they know what we want. I want producer <laughs> of mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. That's what I want. That's my favorite Korean producer. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite co-executive producer in, in Korea? <laughs> <laughs> uh I did I kind of I get it why they do it, but that is one of the most annoying thing like from the people that brought you blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's because there's a producer involved in both. Yeah. Bullshit.
1: Because every movie has twenty producers now.
0: Yes. Uh, so we so we establish uh, the this guy and his daughter's relationship, right? He's kind of a workaholic. Mm-hmm. She's kind of vying for his attention and kind of giving up on him as a dad. Like she's definitely chose mom in this split.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's you don't you don't necessarily get the sense of the dynamic, but definitely that there is distance the dynamic between the family and the mom he lives oh, with his yep. mother mm-hmm. and daughter um and you you know you notice she's absent and the little girl just talks about wanting to go see mommy yep so obviously that seems like something that's probably unique mm-hmm. i mean it's her birthday and she wants to see her mom so yep. it's probably something that doesn't happen very often uh but yeah
0: i d- i love the uh so the dad is a, is a is a very important business guy mm-hmm. uh, who loves Burger King who loves Burger King uh, why does he love Burger King so much?
1: <laughs> the first shot of him he's at his desk and there's Burger King pro- like a Burger King cup and oh, yeah, yeah, burger yeah. prominently yeah. displayed
0: so he uh, he cares about his daughter but he's kind of a workaholic so he tells his assistant like go get me whatever it's her birthday whatever the kids are into Mm-hmm. And just this was enough to kind of tell you like the distance between them a little bit because he shows up with a Wii for her. It's Mm -hmm. not a shabby gift, especially when these are, Wiis are brand new. He
1: had to, he had to ask one of his coworkers what the kid's like.
0: Yes. Uh, So obviously he told him a Wii. Yeah. She opens the Wii and she's not impressed. She's a selfish little bee, huh? (laughs) Why isn't she impressed? She points. (laughs) Did he get her the Wii before? I think that's the implication, yeah.
1: because yeah, she goes, it's, you got, I got that on Children's Day. <laughs> this the last year. Uh,
0: and that goes far to say, like, the guys he's trying. He's just not great at it.
1: Or is he trying? Like, does he have time to try? Maybe he doesn't have time to try. He
0: wants to try. Maybe, yeah. He wants to do right by her, right? Uh, he so definitely he,
1: doesn't want her to want for anything
0: yes so there he he concedes he's like all right you can go to your mom's let's go to the train station yeah and here is they're getting on the train i came up with a movie idea okay L- ripping off train to busan every in every way possible okay but zombies on a train india you know how where they're like crammed in there like hanging out the sides and everything mm-hmm Imagine a zombie outbreak on that bad boy.
1: Or in Japan, where they literally push, they have people yeah, on the, the trains thing. who yeah. literally push them inside. I
0: think the difference is J- Japanese ones are like are safe and like well-maintained and everyone's in the car. And the Indian ones are like ran off of uh, like a mule pulling it down the thing. <laughs> and they're like barely bolted together. And people are like hanging off the sides and like stacked on the top.
1: Mm-hmm. kind of feel like i've seen that what like that exact thing you're describing that there's probably a bollywood zombie movie
0: oh okay i thought you were talking about people hanging off the train i was like that's a hundred percent (laughs) real yes but but, no my my point was just the proximity like there ain't no moving in those trains like a zombie outbreak it's done uh good thing there's no zombie outbreak on these trains or good (laughs) thing
1: it happens in the back
0: yeah, it happens in the back. Uh, so shit starts going down, right? Yeah. A zombie ends up making its way on to the train, mm-hmm. and you got zombies on a train. Yeah. So- and
1: every, like this, they have to. They keep going through the different cars, and people have to get past them. And we're left with about a car full of people.
0: Yeah. Two things uh, before we go too far. Uh, one, they showed like a clip of. zombie outbreak starting to happen Mm -hmm. uh and it's in korean and i don't know what the number was indicating but my immediate reaction was that the battery was 887 percent full (laughs) because it definitely in the top left corner said 887 Hmm. but i'm sure it was out of a thousand or, or something or it was speed rate or date or something i don't know uh but Thing that I want to talk most about is the old lady that's eating a hard-boiled egg on the train.
1: <laughs> you, the one that she refuses because <laughs> the old other old lady peeled it for her.
0: Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I love I love the idea of seeing people eating things out of place, like that that never ceases to amaze me. Mm-hmm. People that are eating something that shouldn't be there. The other one that weirds me out, like, is I'll be in the grocery store and I'll see people with coffee cups. And I don't mean like a Starbucks cup or a tumbler, mm-hmm. a regular ceramic coffee cup Yeah, that they poured, carried to the car, got in the car somehow, drove down the road, and it's still full, and they're carrying it around in the yeah. grocery store. Because
1: cu- cup holders won't, the the handle will get in the way. There's no cup holder that would no. hold that.
0: What is going on with this thing? It's
1: bizarre, right? Am I missing... I mean, they're probably those people who live, like, a block away from the store. But still,
0: yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Anytime I... Like, even if you have a tall glass that's open-top, like, people take them with them. Mm-hmm. Open-top things, I don't feel like, are, are a public thing. That's a private thing.
1: Um, I don't know about that. If you're at a restaurant, you get served open-top things.
0: But, but that's poured there, right? So it's not... <laughs> I'm not saying... I feel like anything that you commute with Mm -hmm. needs to be a closed cap situation. I feel like the DOT needs to be involved in this.
1: (laughs) So uh, people
0: don't get roofied?
1: Yeah. In case Bill Cosby's lurking on that train?
0: Mm. So uh, R. Kelly peed on little girls? Is that what happened? Yeah. Didn't that happen before? Didn't that happen before?
1: Yeah. He denied it before, he denies it now. Except this time, apparently the guy who uh, was his facilitator who got him all the girls is like, yeah, I got him all those girls and dude's a freak.
0: So, I just need people to know that. Is there a Trump P video? Do you think that exists? I don't know. I feel like it totally could have happened. I don't know if he... I feel like he would make sure that a video wouldn't exist of it.
1: Well, I think, th- I think the uh, what I think it was secretly taped is the point. Mm-hmm. It was secretly taped in Russia, and now it's Copper mat. right? It's something that is being lorded over him.
0: I don't know. Hmm. There's a baseball team on this, is that like Of like high schoolers, or something? yeah. That engage in a tickle fight. But yeah, a couple of them that's weird right I don't know did you do a lot of tickling in high school no but
1: I we, we live in a puritanical society intimacy is
0: different okay I I just I, find it
1: interesting like what other cultures yeah
0: but I but that's the thing I don't know if that's a cultural thing or if there's a Korean podcast right now like why the hell were they tickling each other <laughs> like I don't know maybe they're maybe they're like why aren't they all eating eggs <laughs> I don't think that was the point. I think the point for the egg thing was that it was weird for them, too, right? That was definitely the point, was this is not a normal
1: I didn't meal. get that at all. No? That it was not normal? Yeah. No, I think it was like an old lady who, like, hard-boiled eggs are like old lady things. You We see her produce two types of food in this. One, a hard-boiled egg, and two, hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> those which is funny because the older you get the worse your teeth are and both of those have the word hard in their name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but both of those are very old people food. So I think that was more the point.
0: Hmm. That's fair. I'll take it. Uh so we get the outbreak, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I like and...
1: how they it's very well done in that like things just start seeming off. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. and like even when like you see the first person get attacked that you see in the movie, you don't see them get attacked. It like happens below the frame of the the window.
0: Yes, enough that you're there that you don't just start panicking immediately. You're just like this feels weird. Yeah, something is going on, uh, and the idea of setting it on the train, it's self contained, right? So it's like it's like a a levee system with dams overflowing into the next one and the next one and the next one. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And it really works well to be able to have uh, these sequences and then a a calm period, right. Where they kind of regain uh, their footing and discuss uh, how to keep going. Um, Big complaint that I have about action movies in general is that you get confused so easy about who is, who is where, what they're doing uh and geographically you get confused and this I, movie i think does a really good job of of not allowing that to happen
1: i would agree with your latter point the former point it's one of those things i don't think good good action movies don't do that no
0: that's what i'm saying
1: uh, go watch die hard you know where everyone is yeah no
0: I, I don't think i said all action movies
1: you said it's one of the things they don't like about action movies sorry not one some thing that I don't, I don't like about bad action movies. Correct. Or,
0: That's one of the problems I have with a lot of action movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you look, like, Transformers is the worst. Transform,
1: just, Transformers is an abomination.
0: I, I, I just, so we can agree on that, but there's so, there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot of ones like that that I just have no idea where anybody is or what yeah. everybody's doing.
1: Yeah, like, it, I, I like action movies, so I see things, you know, like um, the Bourne trilogy invented very quick cuts uh that that style of action that you see very prominent now which is quick cuts every cut on every hit and every hit has more impact that way and the born trilogy did that totally effectively well now you have a lot of directors doing that same style but it's just confusing because they're cutting on every hit but you don't have an overall sense of the fight as a whole yeah and it's ruined so It's, it's yeah it's taking a a trick that works really well a uh, another piece of language and just farting all over it yeah
0: I agree and this this movie doesn't do that at all mm-hmm. I feel like everything <clears throat> makes sense and and uh, it keeps my attention because ironically like when I feel like I see a lot of action I tend to get bored when it's like that because you're not engaged and you're just it's just something to look at as opposed to actually being engaged in knowing what this person's goal is. Yeah.
1: That's all transformers is it's trying to put a bunch of pretty moving things on the screen. <laughs> yes. I agree completely. And you can't understand what the fuck is
0: going on. Yes. A hundred percent. that's why I really hate it. Uh, other main characters that we have here is, uh, blue jacket dude who I don't know his name and his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sort of have this, uh, friendly rivalry between him and our main character yeah he calls him asshole <laughs> it's great uh, well they do they're both right they're both right and they're both wrong here like both yeah. like even just their little interactions like cutting somebody off right in the it, when you're driving like you're the asshole for cutting him off but you're probably overreacting by giving them the finger and honking at him. Yeah. that's the dynamic you have here with these two um <clears throat> and, and i don't want to go through each step or each segment because i feel like it would be the audio equivalent of being boring with an action thing (laughs) so maybe we can just hit some highlights of some of the action sequences here
1: um what i really want to praise about the movie is its use of cgi in that um it they it it was definitely cgi but it they would Make like the, when there were a lot of zombies on screen, it would kind of make like a wave behind. uh And I I really appreciate
0: that. I thought it looked really good. Uh I think the, <clears throat> the best CGI moment for this movie mm-hmm. is there's a moment where the train is pulling away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's great. It's fan-fucking-tastic. <clears throat> so there's a train pulling away. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch this movie. Yeah. Where well, there's a train pulling away, so a zombie grabs a hold of the back of the train. The little ladder, yeah, run, right? Yeah, it's
1: got a whole there are a whole mess of zombies running behind this train, trying yep. to get it.
0: So you grab one, grabs a hold of the train. What's number zombie number two do?
1: Grabs a hold of zombie number one.
0: What's zombie number three do? Grabs a hold of zombie number. What does zombie number five hundred and two do? <laughs>
1: grabs on a hold of zombie number three eighty six because they're <laughs> making like this big uh, pyramid blanket of zombies. Yes and then somebody's, one of the zombies gets on top and starts crawling over the other zombies yes. trying to get to them.
0: So it's this, this fucking nest and swarm of zombies, right, mm-hmm. that's crawling over each other, getting dragged by the train. Yeah. Like, it's great because you could do this with zombies because zombies don't give a shit if their arms and limbs are getting torn off, right? So they're right. still going to keep holding on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not other monsters, that creatures that you can do this, and I'm not a big zombie guy, yeah. but this is the way to utilize the concept of what a zombie is, to to the an awesome degree. So mm-hmm. they use an awesome concept executed amazingly with looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh it's scary cuz how do you deal with that shit? Exactly. Well, yeah, you can kill an individual one, but that's like trying to smush an ant when you've got them all over your body. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's just done so well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and the the characters in this are great like the the pregnant the the guy Who's married to the pregnant lady?
0: Call him Blue Jacket because he wears a blue jacket.
1: Okay, Columbus Blue Jacket. Uh, he is great. Like I love that they like wrap wrap up their arms and stuff, and just like we're gonna go punch some zombies in the face. Yeah,
0: because the idea here is that they find out they get separated from their rest of their family. Mm-hmm. uh So these frenemies that just met each other yeah. have to make it from train number nine. To train 13. Right. So they have to go through three different trains filled with zombies. Right. So let's do this. So they wrap themselves up, and it's great because each of these trains, they have their own kind of device that they use. This means to make it through the train with zombies in there. It's the
1: two of them plus the, the last surviving baseball player. Yep. And so they get through, like, two trains, and the third train is the baseball team. And so the two guys just dive right in like fuck it we gotta punch these zombies in the face and the baseball player just like dude these are my friends i can't he's just hanging back like crying and and f- completely frozen it's really cool
0: yeah um they establish that these zombies are blind when the, when it's dark
1: yeah they have very very bad poor vision it seems yes. like
0: uh so they utilize that they utilize the fact that they're attracted to sound to mm-hmm. distract them um there's a tense scene where they're crawling over the top of a shitload of zombies. Uh, And it's just the number of ways that they come up with to not be repetitive for these things. Mm -hmm. It's like each, it's almost like, a song, right? So, like, you listen to an album, and each song has a different take on that band's sound. Yeah, that's what each of these train cars and each of these sequences. It's like, all right, you know zombies. What about the tweak? This tweak on trying to deal with zombies, right? Uh, and it manages to do it without just being constantly shooting them in the head or constantly running or what have you. That so many others are.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what a piece of shit the COO is?
0: Uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. She's the.
1: A- biggest fucking
0: piece of shit yeah he's definitely the villain of the movie as much yeah. as it sounds like there's zombies of the villain no. uh businessman is the villain yeah uh he definitely wants to try to keep that group out uh mm-hmm. even before that he's like i got money motherfucker get yeah. me to give me to busan mm-hmm. now uh and he ends up kind of being our final zombie yeah actually that's not it's true And ultimate zombie. Our, pro- our protagonist is mm-hmm
1: The fucking little actress jesus christ she she can act sad really well
0: She is the second best actress under 10 that we'll talk about this episode
1: okay i don't i i don't know that i can say that definitively uh
0: she's great i'm i'm, I'm being facetious here mm-hmm. she's great uh everybody everybody uh, i feel like in this movie is great but the other thing is is but i think when you deal with another language we can't tell if they're bad actors
1: um i think you can tell like if someone you
0: can't tell as much
1: maybe because you're not focusing on their speech as much but you can like a flat delivery is a flat delivery in any language
0: yeah so i don't feel like we would notice the nuances so i feel like we could definitely give buys quicker than somebody that speaks the language
1: maybe but
0: yeah. We need to get somebody that doesn't uh speak English to watch like CSI Miami and to see if David Caruso is a good actor. And if they're like, he's pretty good, then we'll we'll know definitively. All right. Yeah. Uh so how is COO end up being our penultimate zombie? Uh
1: he just kind of escapes every everything that gets turned on. He escapes by literally throwing another person at it Yeah.
0: and um winds up on the the train so he's kind of the final boss yeah and uh he ends up biting our protagonist mm-hmm. taint good because i don't know Tainted. if you know about this about zombies if you get bit you turn into a zombie yeah it's kind of the thing it's a weird thing that this movie did <laughs> they created that for this movie <laughs> uh luckily he dies but then we have to have this heartbreaking scene
1: yeah, he says goodbye to his daughter and jumps off the train.
0: Yeah, it's not even the same goodbye. It's like the getting torn away where she's like, no, don't do this. Yeah. And you know he has to do this, right? Because
1: the, the pregnant lady uh, is holding her back as she's trying to get out the door. We've already
0: lost Blue Shirt, too. So, yeah. so you lost both of our heroes. Mm-hmm.
1: Watch
0: but, them as they go. But was it in vain? Because what were they trying to protect? It was those two girls. Mm-hmm. And they made it. Yeah. So it's a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, even this ending is great. Like yeah. so that we were are referencing that like that's the ending. That's not the last scene though. No. So the last scene is they're walking through a tunnel and there's the army set up because they got to f- take out these fucking zombies. Hundred mm-hmm. percent chance that they get shot at the end, right? Yeah. It's a total possibility. This movie because could 100% zombie
1: movies end. are fucking bleak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the army wouldn't necessarily be wrong for just if you're not sure. If wipe yeah. them out in they, fact they, they give that they order tell
1: them, yeah they tell them to do that and then her singing the song that she never she couldn't finish because her dad wasn't there yep saves him
0: such a great movie right Fan fucking testing like, the, the, these like this movie is the kind of movie that like makes me excited like oh zombie movies they've been done to death but no you give it to the right person mm-hmm. and you can you can still make a good movie about anything
1: sure like Shaun of the dead
0: we're going to have to watch it at this point. We will. We will. But but here's the problem that I see it is you're going to say, that was so funny. And I'm going to say, I didn't think that was funny. Like, there there can't be any, any rat-a-tat about that. I don't get it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. If you haven't seen it, it really, really needs to be watched. Not even if you don't like horror movies. Yeah. Which, why are you listening to this?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're related to one of us? Yeah,
0: that's true. Uh. But you need to uh, train to Busan. It's the real deal. Yeah. Glad you liked it. Glad you picked it. Me too. Um, Would you do a nurse sitial right here? Would I do one? Sure. Why why do I need to do one? Because I don't have anything.
1: You're the one who prepares for this thing. I just show up.
0: Yeah. That's my role. Girl with all the gifts. Yeah. Oh, you said yeah, like that was a bad thing. Give us our synopsis.
1: Uh, Girl with All the Gifts is about a girl who we find out is a hungry, which is their zombies, Mm -hmm. uh, and the team that's trying to find the cure for her vaccine, uh, by using her and they have to go out into the world. Overall thoughts. Yeah. Wasted potential I think is okay. the is the name of this movie, okay,
0: how so why
1: uh I kind of feel like it it goes nowhere, like I think the ending is strong, and I think the beginning is strong, and then the middle meanders, and it meanders so much that by the time it gets to the ending, like I didn't care,
0: okay, so. Made me nervous when you started that off, but I feel like I kind of agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I love the beginning, I love the end, I love the concept of this movie. So, like, I think overall, as a whole, I do like it, but it turns into this weird kind of actiony thing in the middle, which I feel like could have been used in better ways. Like, I would have rather seen this as more of a, uh, uh, a political type movie, almost, yeah. instead of an action sequences that we have in the second act. So let's start at the beginning. So uh, Glenn Close, Glenn Close is in it. Yep, yeah. Uh, that's why last week I referenced Glenn Close because I knew we were watching this, and mm. it was Meryl Streep. I had Glenn Close on the mind, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we open with these little kids getting strapped into wheelchairs under gunpoint yeah uh it's immediately Mm off-putting and like even if you know it's a movie like there's something and it feels wrong right But
1: also she's excited about it yes like they knock on her cell and she hides some pictures and she gets up and she puts herself into a wheelchair and kind of like starts strapping herself in and then two soldiers show up with guns pointed at them who finish strapping them in and it's just like, huh, all right.
0: What yeah. the fuck's going on? And she's immediately like, good good. M- good morning, officer, blah, blah. Good morning. Yeah. yeah, She's so happy. And they're like, fuck you, you fucking abortion. <laughs> it's a friggin' abortion. It's a friggin' abortion. Uh, but there is something. So you end up with this room filled with 20 kids in wheelchairs mm-hmm. strapped down, their heads strapped in. Yeah. With guns pointed at him, it's disconcerting. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like at one point, I had Googled ISIS for some reason. One of the top pictures that came up was like four or five guns pointed at this like three year old girl. So you just see guns pointed at her, mm-hmm. with her right in the middle, and like that is like etched in my head. The same way as like a gore picture that was in chain mail and AOL in nineteen ninety eight was. Is like seared in my head, right? Like nothing. Or like those
1: fucking pictures from our history books that are like these are important pictures. Yeah, but why? Like, why is it in my seventh grade history book?
0: Yes, like the one where the guy's getting shot, and it's like the exact moment of impact that it's Mm -hmm. shooting him,
1: and the the Buddhist monk who set himself on fire. Yes, those. And the the one that really gets me is um the like half-starved naked girl in Vietnam who runs oh yeah yeah who's like running away yes yep that's Uh, the one that's like seared into my brain just like
0: so all of those that you just said this image of the girl just getting guns pointed at her Mm -hmm. feels the exact same way and this movie brought that back to me like there should not be a situation in which a gun is pointed at a child that that just shouldn't like i don't i'm not a gun guy at all i don't like guns being pointed at people let alone a child yeah That just shouldn't be in our repertoire as far as humanity goes. And this movie does it a lot. Uh Uh-huh. But rightfully so, (laughs) really. Because they're not children. They're not children. Uh, What are they? Uh,
1: They are second-generation hungries.
0: Yeah. So the idea is is that these are essentially zombies that have a fungus on the brain, uh, which turns them into that, but they're... have the ability maybe to either uh mimic human beings or their uh, their own thing and they really do have feelings and emotions what are they what that's the thing and that's the concept of the movie that's where the girl with all the gifts come is is that there's one very special little hungry Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who uh has something different about her
1: yeah uh specifically they are they were in in the womb when their mothers were infected and so they like contracted it through the placenta mm-hmm. and somehow that like makes them more human
0: yes the world of this is fantastic mm-hmm. like the concept uh the problem that these that the actual adult humans are dealing with with this mm-hmm. the sympathy that the kids get uh because half the time they are little kids, the other part of the time they're zombies, and we get that demonstrated by one of the, the teachers who's who really is kind of views these as more as children as opposed to hungry. He's touches the girl, Then yeah. the sergeant goes over and he shows the audience he spits on his arm and puts his hand in front of the kid, and it it turns into a zombie basically, yeah, it right?
1: Basically, like kind of unhinges its jaw and just all oh, literally every kid in that I. Is it just that side of the room? Because Marianne thought it was just that side of the room and I thought it was everyone except our protagonist. It's
0: everybody except the protagonist, but I think she's fighting it is the yeah. point. Like she doesn't want to do that. She's 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 Frankenstein's monster in this movie, mm-hmm. right? She doesn't want to be what she is. Yeah. Uh until she learns to embrace it. Uh but she doesn't really want to do it and she kind of is searching for hum- her humanity in all of this. Right. Um, can we talk about this girl for a minute?
1: Mm hmm. Meredith. She, i think is her name
0: madeline madeline isn't it i think it's madeline okay she is so charming uh she is such a phenomenal actress Mm -hmm. she has like this presence that uh makes her so big she's so such a delight to watch she's amazing
1: i thought the in the first half of the movie definitely I think in the latter half, less so.
0: Okay. Like when she starts growling and stuff or what?
1: <laughs> yeah, when she has to like scream and growl and everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if that's her. Or the writing wasn't fit for her.
0: I feel like but the fact that she's a 60-pound little girl trying to intimidate other kids, she did everything possibly that she could. Sure. Um, yeah. She's a delight. Yeah. I don't know anything about her, but I wish her the best of luck because she's...
1: But I feel like most of her charm wasn't charm. It was just politeness. That might be true. Good morning, Miss Yeah.
0: Regardless, I was charmed. Whether (laughs) she's charming or not, I was charmed. I'm not saying she's not charming. And I think she's great. Do you think she listens? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Mm. Because no one does. Mm. Uh, So... We we learn uh, where they came from. We learn that they're zombies. We see that they're doing that. And then she's told to, by Glenn Close, to pick a number between 1 and 20. Mm-hmm. She picks it, and that fucking kid ain't no more.
1: Yeah. She picks 13. 13 stops showing up. Um. So the next time she's asked to pick a number, she picks her own cell number.
0: Yeah. Because uh, curiosity killed the hungry. <laughs> Because Glenn Close is like, we're going to dissect you, bitch.
1: Well, I think that was the test, right? Could she recognize that the number she picked meant that they were taken out? And then would she put that together and would she have compassion to not want to do that again to someone else? And I think that's why she's picked as, okay, she's the one who, who we're going to derive the vaccine from. Yep.
0: So they're going to use her as a cure for the hungries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I understand how they're going to do that. I don't think they really get into it. No, uh, they don't. So I question the authenticity but of whether it this would involves
1: work. F- full dissection. I mean, she says she needs the brain and the spine, she's going to get cranial fluid and spinal fluid and.
0: Is vivisection only when it's alive? Because I feel like, isn't vivisection just killing it to dissect?
1: I feel like, v- maybe I'm wrong, but I when, and when I think of vivisection, it involves guts. Like, specifically guts. But I, okay. don't
0: I could be wrong. I thought, I might be wrong too, but I thought... It's just live dissection? It's either live dissection or killing it to dissect. Like, that's the only reason. Because you could dissect something without killing it just to dissect it, right? Sure. know i don't know i feel like that's something i'll let you google because i don't want to google that okay uh so uh all hell breaks loose yeah there are a bunch of zombies around the base
1: and they get in and so uh they are down in the lab and they're going to uh operate on meredith Meredith, Me- Melody, Madeline, Madeline, Madeline. Madeline. There we go. M name. Uh, they are going to kill her and dissect her. And Miss Justino goes in and is like, you're not doing this. And she gets subdued by Glenn Close and taken away. And all of a sudden the alarm goes off. Like That means they've entered the base. And so they start to lock it down. And unbeknownst to them, one gets through under the – breaks through the glass and takes out the the assistant. Yep. And so uh, she turns.
0: She turns and then you end up with uh, – it's a couple of the officers, uh, Madeline, Glenn Close, and the teacher end up leaving. And this is where the second act, which I think we both agree is definitely our least favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. is it kind of turns into this – stereotypical running from zombies type action thing yeah the the benefit that this movie has and what they're establishing and i think i haven't read this book i imagine it probably plays better in the book because it's more little sidebars or whatever but what they're doing here is that they're establishing that she really does kind of have their interest at heart like she leaves and eats a cat so she's not doesn't get hungry and wants to eat them. Right. Um she's able to interact with the other hungries like they can't um because they'll get attacked. So they're establishing like there really is something different and the sergeant uh who's kind of other than the hungries is kind of the antagonist towards our the girl. Mm-hmm. Um starts to kind of get charmed and she wins o- him over by realizing like she isn't inherently evil. She might want to eat him.
1: Right. At the very least, she's a valuable asset.
0: Yes, and that's what they end up utilizing her for. So I feel like the concepts here are fine, but I feel like if they could have condensed this down to a scene or two instead of an entire act, would have made for a better movie because the things in the beginning, I think, are so fascinating, just the way that this society functions, or at least this area functions by trying to deal with these kids. Mm -hmm. Um, The final act where they're trying to deal with the problem as a whole, but it's this middle section that I definitely think doesn't doesn't hold up to the to the uh how good the other two acts are
1: yeah but we do get to see a rat eating a baby so that's cool
0: i do anytime we get to kill kids it's my favorite you know that i mean the kid was already dead the rat was just eating it yeah but dead baby's better than no babies right it's true
1: <laughs> that's true
0: that's can we change that to the uh the tagline <laughs> for our podcast remake me dead baby is better than no baby (laughs) uh so they so they're going through they have those little escapades right Mm -hmm. um and
1: and they find basically they go through some stuff and they find a mobile lab mm -hmm. and glenn close uh she had picked up a piece of glass to kill the zombies at the beginning of the movie and now um she's got blood poisoning and she's dying but she says I can still, I have all the equipment here in this mobile lab.
0: I can still get the vaccine. Yep. All I need is that little baby brain in there. If yeah. Do you don't mind giving me your little brain?
1: And right when they're arguing, um, that's when the, our, uh, what, the third wheel. He's like the, the fourth wheel. No, he's the fifth wheel uh he's he uh he's in danger Mm -hmm. so right when they're having their arguments uh they need to go get him yes and that's when the whole we meet the other uh second generation
0: yeah but they're a a feral pack yes this is lord of the flies hungry virgin yeah uh not hungary (laughs) not from hungary uh, but so she kind of has this interaction with them where she has to kill the alpha to, uh, show the rest of the group that they need to not fuck with her. So she growls, she yells, she beats him to death with a baseball bat and, yeah. uh, kind of takes ownership of her humans to help them get by.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I was reading my notes, one thing that I really appreciated because I, f- I feel like I'm herping on this whole, the movie a little much. One thing I really appreciate is um when they first decide to let her uh go on a mission for them alone. One thing she says is like I you know I'm coming back like I don't lie. I've never lied. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And that's when she goes off, she smells the cat, rips off her mask, eats the cat and everything. Um, and then comes back, mission's done and everything. And she has the mask in her hand and they're looking at her like, you're not wearing your mask. And she goes, oh, it fell off. Which we know she ripped it off. Yes, exactly. And so it's very subtle. It was something that I caught. Mm -hmm. But I feel like maybe it's, maybe because I caught it, it's less subtle than, (laughs) than I think it is. But I was like, oh, she lied to them. Yes. Okay. And I feel like maybe more were subtle so i didn't catch them that was the only one i caught and it was a while before we get to the ending and while i think it's a cool ending like there's only that moment and then the moment right before the ending that to me go towards the ending at any
0: by any means but you just confess that there might be more that you missed
1: sure there might be but those are the only two that i noticed and so the ending is kind of jarring
0: it, it is, but I think that might be exactly what it's going for.
1: I don't know. With the, Like I said, with the exception of that, I don't lie to you guys, and then she lies, she seems all about maybe not necessarily team human, but at least team coexistence, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and then she opens Pandora's box. Yeah. Show the
0: world, but I think she up until that point she'd never known any alternative like she was obviously born into that system of wheelchairs and gunpoint, sure, yeah. so I don't think she ever had the other op op idea that she could be anything else because Glenn Close tells her uh you know we, they've got these pods there this fungus has created this huge fucking tower mm-hmm. it's it's a jack's beanstalk, right yeah. All the way to, this t- to this uh, you the sky. going to say ceiling. I was going to say ceiling. The
1: ceiling on the outside.
0: <laughs> uh, and it's not until then that she tells her, like, you know, if these open up, then everybody's going to be a hungry. But her whole thing, she went back and forth with Glenn Close so many times. Like, she... Madeline was like trying to argue for her humanity or her soul, right? right? She's like they don't they don't do it that blunt, but it's basically like I am a thing. I have a soul. I'm not a fungus. It's what she was basically trying to argue, right? Like I am a thing. I have. I can think. I'm alive. I think, therefore I am. If you
1: want to go all Rene Descartes on
0: it, yes. Uh, so that's basically what she's doing, and finally Glenn Close kind of concedes the fact, like, yeah, you're not just a plant that's mimicking things you actually can think you are a thing and that is just mind-blowing <laughs> for her
1: i think you're using the wrong word when you say thing because she thinks she's a thing and then she thinks that she is like a sentient bee i meant woman <laughs> I, I see how you get those confused yeah exactly
0: that's yeah. <laughs> i'm
1: everything
0: uh so i think i think that's the big thing is that she's finally like you know what I am worth it. I am good enough. (laughs) Gosh darn it. I'm going to get removed from being a senator. Or or step down. So at
1: the very end, it seems like she resents the fact that Glenn Close is saying, I'm going to sacrifice you to let the humans live. And her contention is, why do I have to die so you can live? Which, to me, I feel like outside of the one thing where she lies to them... Mm -hmm seems is out of little, character for the thing that's happened the last hour and a half, hour 45 minutes.
0: I don't disagree. I think that is, I don't know, out of character or you're seeing that change take place. Like that's the moment of realization that she has.
1: Then plant seeds. Like I said, I I totally say, here's the one seed, but I don't think that's enough. And if there were more seeds sown, then, you know, I would, I would love to, to hear... What people think the other seeds are but i didn't see them i only saw the one so it to me it came out of almost nowhere and it's like we had this cool idea for an ending uh, so that we kind of forgot about in the middle of the movie and we just have to hurry up and get to it
0: but i you're making very valid points right now i don't so, know if i 100 percent agree with them but yeah you're you're not wrong yeah. it's not perfect uh, I think the concepts here are fantastic. I think this is another, the idea of pairing these two together, this is another unique take on the zombie thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, everybody gets bit constantly. It's always a bloodborne pathogen. It's voodoo. Yeah. Who would have thought funguses? Uh, fungi. Uh,
1: the Last of Us, which came out in 2000, uh, no, 2011, 12, 2012, I think. Literally, it's a fungus, and it turns them into kind of fungus. It's based on there's a real fungus that invades ants. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: And so, yeah, it's really cool. It invades ants. It takes over their brain, makes them climb to the tallest piece of grass they can find so that they get eaten by a bird, and then it goes through the bird's digestive system and gets shat out in a different place so that and like that's how it like reproduces in uh other places like yeah. that's how it germinates or not germinates what is the thing that bees do pollinate but like on a fungus thing mm-hmm. that's how it goes to different
0: areas yeah yeah i know what you're talking about there it's really cool yeah they call it like the zombie fungus it's pretty awesome
1: yeah horrific yeah, that sounds terrible.
0: Uh, but kind of awesome. Like, the, I think that's one of the only th- instances where, like, it's a question mark of like anything other than human beings committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there was this bridge <clears throat> somewhere. I want to say Ireland or Scotland or a land uh, where, like, these dogs. Like, everybody knew do not take your dogs over this bridge because the dogs will fucking kill themselves. They just jump off this bridge, like hundreds of dogs over the years have killed themselves by jumping off this bridge and nobody could figure out why. And they ended up figuring out it's something with mink. Like there's mink that reproduce there or breed there or breed and reproduce or synonyms Mm -hmm. just so you know, or they, they give birth there or something. So these dogs go fucking crazy. They ended up figuring out, but for the longest time it was like the Bermuda triangle of dog suicides. That's
1: weird. That's Uh, awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, but,
1: You're going to make me go home and Google dog suicide now. <laughs> it's cool. Uh,
0: but I don't think there's. I'm going to really... find
1: a rad, like, emo core punk band.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's really any other instances of, like, animals committing suicide because they're not sentient to know that they've got yeah. anything to kill. Other than those ants <laughs> who don't even know that they're killing themselves.
1: No. They're just like, I got to get to this, I got to get high. They're just like us, man. They just want to get high.
0: Drugs. They're the best. Boom. Next week? Next week. So I kind of love these. Usually it's really a crutch for when I don't have anything. It was a rough week. But I also really enjoy them because it allows me to just kind of sit back and be in your seat. Okay. So we're doing a glory hole next week. All right. You good with that? Let's do it all right glory hole episode three i i knew this was coming but yet i didn't get it ready
1: <laughs> yeah you just sat there i did like i'm telling like i you. just said next week why isn't he like moving <laughs> he's just I, staring I me talked... at, deeply in the eyes I... <laughs> very intently like almost sensually yeah that's what it's i do really really it's really weird and off-putting
0: but you know that's russ all right i won't add shutter at your request Oh, god dang it. Continue with Faith. I got to sign in now, still. Will you talk to me about something for a minute? Uh,
1: I don't know. I guess, well, maybe, yeah. Shutter. Hey, streaming services. Do have an Xbox app and a PS4 app. I know you're like, we got to be on Roku and Apple TV and stuff. And, uh, like, I don't even see, there's, like, not even a lot on, uh, Chromecast, Google Play, but yeah, P- PS4 apps. We need PS4 apps. Every streaming service needs a PS4 app. It's the end of my rant. Uh,
0: ready? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, horror movies, any IMDb score, any Rotten Tomato score. Boom. Let's ready? Do it. Spinning. Okay shocking uh turn of events this is a poorly rated movie <laughs> we got a 3.9 imdb rating this is swarm of the snakehead swarm of the snakehead swarm of the snakehead so what i have snakehead is singular yes but there's a swarm of them swarm of the snakehead all right uh gunner hansen is credited oh, okay. uh who was leatherface uh, and this is a, it says, uh, part fish, part snake, pure evil. Uh, and we and also have, there's a swarm of them. And, and I think this this pretty, This pretty. looks like a pretty great poster. Uh, I just lost it. So I'm going to have to Google the poster so I can show you. Because I can't hit spin again.
1: You are the worst. Uh, hold on, let me. There,
0: doesn't your browser have swarm a back button? of the snake head. Don't you have a back button? Yes, but it's a roulette wheel that spins. So it it didn't. Oh, I was just talking when I I never stopped talking right there. <laughs> so I did the thing. Swarm of the snakehead.
1: Oh, this is a shit show. This mm. is an
0: absolute shit show. Well, all right. So the, the the covers. I think I'm here's my I'm venturing to guess the poster for this movie is the most expensive part of the movie because it's a pretty great poster. Uh, it is, uh, like the, the Indiana Jones style poster, like painted. Uh, it's like the, the national lampoon poster. It's like the, uh, the evil dead poster, like where he's holding it above his head. Mm -hmm. and He's got attractive women hanging down by his legs. It looks like Star Wars poster. Yeah. Uh, That looks like they're on a, a rock, uh, and you know, he's holding up a, a fishing pole. So so what I, <laughs> so what I'm guessing we're gonna have here I feel here, like
1: you did not you did not do the fact that it's a fishing pole do no justice there. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, hey, that's a fishing pole. So,
0: like what else would it be? So I'm thinking this is going to be a movie that thinks that it is funny mm-hmm. about a guy going out to go fishing uh, with some beers. Uh, and his girlfriend who's kind of naggy and they end up uh, catching this evil fish snake on uh, the line and have to battle it and it's gonna be not funny and not good
1: okay so from the poster yes there is a fishing pole yes and uh on imdb it's what you said a 3.9 yes over or under 100% of this movie takes place in the woods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely woods involved in this water movie. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yes, because it's free to shoot in the woods. Yes, uh, and it's hard to shoot on the water. So I think you're correct. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to see this poster? Tell yeah. me what I'm missing here. That's the first movie, Swarm of the Snakehead.
1: Oh, this is 100% the Conan the Barbarian.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty good poster, right? Yeah, it's Conan. It's
1: Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Uh, every it's the poster that everyone has done. Uh, it's the Van Wilder poster. It's the Toxic Avenger poster. Like everyone has done this pose. Just you should know exactly what this poster is, just by just the description there.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add to what you think this movie is going to be? Did you agree with my assessment, or?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. That sounds about right, considering most uh, people that use that, like Toxic Avenger and Van Wilder and uh, Vacation. Those are comedies. Yep.
0: Uh, all right, Justin spinning. Right, I'm going
1: to spin. Okay. Whew. This is a movie from 1998. It is slightly better with an IMDb rating of 4.1. Ooh uh you do have horror selected right
0: yeah do i not it
1: says all genres all right
0: (laughs) Respin. what what was that what are we not watching Uh,
1: we are not watching a movie which title says uh b-movie bingo at the hollywood theater (laughs) is like whatever it's called armstrong okay
0: well Uh, we're not watching that
1: okay horror let's spin oh This one is a six out of 10. That's pretty good. I think this might be the best one so far. I think you might be right, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, 70%. That's pretty good. Made in 1980. This is, I'm going to guess that you've seen it just by knowing 1980. Okay. And
0: it's it's middling. Yeah. Motel Hell. I own Motel Hell. (laughs) I own Motel Hell and I know, yes, I know Motel Hell. Uh, I got the Blu-ray special edition of Motel. I have a poster (laughs) from Motel Hell. (laughs) Yeah. So on the front cover is the
1: classic American Gothic stance. Uh, But it's switched up because the woman has the pitchfork and the guy has an axe. There are screaming severed heads and presumably a motel behind them. Uh...
0: I'm going to get to one with the other artwork. Keep going.
1: So uh, I'm going to guess that this is, hey, what if Psycho killed more people and wasn't that great? I'm being handed the Blu-ray of this. Oh, wow. Okay. On the cover, uh, it says, it takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. And the cover has a dude with the longest chainsaw ever wearing a pig's head as a mask. Uh. Yeah. There, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Guy in a gas mask, lady with a cleaver. That same lady seems to be, like, all excited about some severed heads. Woman being chased by a man with an axe. The titular Motel Hell is in the background. This is this is exciting. So what, you, what's this movie going to be about? Had, uh, killing people in either of them. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's going to be a bad, non-musical version of uh,
0: Sweeney Todd. I tried watching Sweeney Todd. Couldn't do it.
1: In that. He kills people and she puts them in the meat pies.
0: Cool. Yep. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed, like twice that you've done this, there's movies that I've seen. Like I just said the whole point <laughs> of this was so that like I could get it to have my own thing, like where I get to watch something that's a surprise a to me. No, no, no. That's 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 you not a You got a surprise
1: one? I don't even remember what it was called now. something swarm, swarm of, of the snakehead. Yeah. You got so. the the one that's like Generic poster, but like, yeah, it's a fishing pole, so that's funny. Yeah, got a fishing pole.
0: Yeah. All right, so next week was Hell and Swarm of the Snakehead. Swarm yes. of the Snakehead doesn't make any sense. No, unless it is a swarm.
1: I got a shiver because I have to pee. <laughs> unless it is a swarm that is owned by a snakehead. Then it makes sense.
0: Mm, well, what if it's like a group called the Snakehead?
1: Mm, yeah. They're Snakehead like, uh, could be capitalized. They're like the local Moose Lodge. Yes. you are Snakehead number 478. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That could be it. Yeah. Or it could just not make any sense. It could just not make sense. It's like the Lone Gunman with an E-N.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> you know about their the 9-11 episode, right? Mm, i don't know lone gunman uh basically predicted 9 eleven like right before 9 eleven where they they have an episode where there is a a terrorist group that hijacks a plane and wants to crash it into the twin towers and they uh like from their little uh depot depot their bunker like deep underground uh take control of the plane and narrowly avoid the t- the towers yeah
0: how bad would you feel for being the writer <laughs> of that <laughs>
1: like yeah like i think it was close enough that he could probably safely assume he didn't give them the idea but yeah that is crazy yeah how would you like to be the writer of the episode of the simpsons where trump was president yeah feel real bad now
0: <laughs> It is his fault. We can all agree on that. Justin, what else you got for us?
1: Go see Train to Busan. It's so good.